Desperate Housewives Fan Podcast, episode number eight. Everybody and welcome back to the Desperate Housewives Fan Podcast. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. And we're here to discuss today the most recent episode of Desperate Housewives, Season 5, Episode 7. What more do I need? <laughs> oh, Stephanie, I am so excited about the desperate housewives fan podcast i I really enjoy this show i know you do i'm so glad you do i don't understand what is it about the show that i like so much i don't understand why you fought it so hard for four years well i don't i do understand that (laughs) we've made that clear on the prior episodes but but your assumptions about the show were unbased upon actually having seen it exactly kind of like that guy with twitter and stuff that i talk about on the about the church podcast (laughs) but anyway um i know what i wanted to say is that we are going to at the end of the discussion of this episode we're going to talk about two episodes of desperate housewives that we watched last night three three did we watch three oh yeah you made me watch another one oh wow very awesome so uh we're slowly we've got what four more episodes we have four left in season one. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. Well, let's go ahead and talk about this episode. Okay. What more do I need? And then we'll kind of discuss the new insights that I gained and uh, that we kind of reviewed from season one. Okay. All right. Starting off with Tom and Lynette. All right. <laughs> so, first of all, the very opening scene, I really did like the uh the whole scenario where she thought he was the one having the affair and he thought because she said i know everything that she knew that it was porter that's right and it's and like so then that whole conversation was hilarious it was it was a great it like, was that was that was i mean i've, I've seen that in other shows i've seen it yeah. in movies but it was it was played out rather because well. Because her face when he's like, it's not the first time it's happened. It's probably going to happen again. <laughs> you know? I was her think- face was priceless. I was wanting to bring you. In fact, I was thinking about bringing you in on it. I'm like, oh my goodness. I but I thought you'd overreact. Yeah, it was just <laughs> yeah. all really. Hilarious. I I love the I love this. Like, oh, and he kind of laughs, and she goes, "I'm going to need a little bit more than that." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it was all really funny really well written it was and of course then uh by the time porter comes home he's busted because mom knows who who it dad just knows that porter's sleeping with someone yes but mom knows who it is that's right and she explains to tom that it happens to be uh his well he does she doesn't explain it to tom he just walks in the door that's what yeah yeah and (laughs) the way tom gets up off the couch and spins around was it was funny it was was. funny 
It, it's just weird for me to think of, you know, somebody who knew a child when they were six years old to have a relationship it's with creepy. them, regardless of how old they are. It's creepy. And I have to tell you, if it was our child, that person would be turned in. Yeah, no doubt. Completely. I, I don't care what my kid said. How old is Porter? In this? Like 16. Oh, yeah, absolutely. 16. Absolutely. So. Oh, man. I'm not. And and I'll tell you what, I can't imagine if that was your child in the bathroom. Then again, (laughs) granted, you weren't married, (laughs) but I was 16 when we started dating. Yeah. And you were 22. I mean, you weren't married and, you know, certainly didn't didn't have a child who was my best friend. But and 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 I didn't know you when you were six. Matter of fact, I I didn't even have a a, my parents did want to press charges. I I did not have an adult slash child relationship with you right. when you were six years old. Yes, I that's know. that's the really. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Stephanie. Anyway, go ahead. All right, so time. let's go ahead and uh, talk about the fact that they say they're not going to talk. They're not. They won't say anything. I think that that is. I I don't think that was good. A good decision. I I just don't. I mean that's that something. I mean this lady's. For her to have a relationship with a boy that th- is this young, there's obviously there's something. a word for that, yes. and it's called predator. <laughs> I think it's pedophilia, actually. Well, it is, but she's a okay. She'd be a child predator. She All would right. be, yeah, yeah, and and so obviously things are a little crazy there. In fact, I want to just go through. I know that they in the episode they take things in certain order right. and stuff like that. I'd like to just take it and and I and put it in the order That's of fine. everything. Go ahead. So basically we find out that Mrs. Sheeling and Lynette are at the school together. Yeah. And she's of course she you know, pot calling the kettle black. She's all ready to chaperone the thing. I know we're all busy. If we don't have our eyes on our kids, who does? Who knows what these kids are gonna do? It's like, yeah. oh whatever. It's kind of like she was supporting Tom's whole boys will be boys. Mm. You know, something, but I want to say she has to step up and take the responsibility as the adult in the situation. I want to say that, you know, I, I'm not all for violence or anything like that, but I tell you, I was happy to see Lynette beat that girl silly. Oh, I loved it. I loved when she started. That was awesome. Of course, like, only a handful of people can see me actually doing the art movements. Yeah. But, um, that that was great. The line, I, I'm sorry, you don't understand. I love Porter. It's like, oh, whoa, yeah. yeah. I don't think you understand. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I love Porter. The only thing I, I think is that, you know, Lynette, I'm sorry. I don't, I think it would have been something to add to the show if she just would have, you know, like had to be taken away by the police or something. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, just, well, of course, it they, might get there. It might get there. I, it might. I, I don't know. No, we we watch this show, and and I don't know how you do this, Stephanie. Okay, you simply what what show were we watching the other night? And you said something, and it's like, hey, did you recognize that? It was something up on a shelf. Oh, it was some, you were watching? We were watching House. Yes, we were watching House from last. It would have been last week because mm-hmm. it wasn't on this past Tuesday. So. Um, two weeks ago, and there was a box of of Bigelow vanilla caramel tea on the shelf behind him. 
and let me which tell you, which happens to be my favorite kind of tea. And, and what I, I'm drinking right now. Can I just describe for people for just a moment? We have a lowly old seven, twenty. <laughs> I think it's a twenty-seven inch I television. It's small. It's, it's tiny. It, it's super low definition, and the kids play around with all the settings. So this this little tiny, <laughs> little you know, little inch by inch little speck on our television yeah. that's blurred out. And Stephanie's like, oh. House drinks vanilla. I didn't say caramel. house drinks. I, it. I said it's on the show. And I'm like, where? And she backs it up and she shows it to me. I'm like, how <laughs> did you see that? I mean, it's like in three frames. Boom, 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 and gone. <laughs> I don't know how you do it, but anyway, you okay, you pointed I, you okay. you wanted to point out something that just didn't seem right there, and and but they they did kind of a, I guess maybe a blocking uh, error in the right. Lynette didn't take her purse when but, she left the bathroom. Is that what you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, it's yeah. very clear in there. Unless, yeah. is it possible that that was Mrs. Schilling's purse? No, Lynette went into, the, when she got up from the library, from the PTA meeting, she put her purse on her bag. They were very distinct about showing her, put this big brown purse over her shoulder and had it when she went to the bathroom and she left without it. Yeah. Because I'm telling you, that purse is big enough to be a weapon. I still would have been beating that lady with it. All right. So, yeah. The, and so, hoping I had like everything heavy and metal in the bottom of it. So one of the things that I thought anyway. was that, you know, you pointed out that she left the purse. It was very clear as day. I mean, you can't get over the fact that she left that purse there. I thought that maybe Miss Schilling was going to take the purse and then use something in it to kind of set her right. up. But, but no, the, it was just a continuity. Error. It seemed to be anyway. All right, so Porter and uh, Mrs. Schilling as, are out in the park. They meet up or wherever they're at, and she lays the big old word. She's El Prego. Yes, which it, was kind of predictable. Mm-hmm. That, that that's where that this is where the story was going to go. Now, how it plays out, I can't necessarily say it's going to be predictable. But right, well, I did. I did feel like I knew that was coming. Well, I didn't know it was coming until they went to the park in that scene. And just by, I mean, they had already set the music up, the 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 tone of the conversation. Her watching the kids play. No, I didn't take I didn't take that into consideration. But oh, but, okay. But, Sorry, she was yeah. watching kids play on the ball. I guess All that's right. something that I would catch as a woman. But uh, you know, before she said, "I'm pregnant," it's like both of us were like. Duh. whatever yeah. i'm pregnant <laughs> it's like <laughs> next line please right but no it was it, it, very interesting <laughs> and uh you know one of the lines that i loved in that story was where he, she's like you just can't tell her husband because he'll kill her and he, she goes well you put her <laughs> exactly you, you put her in a very dangerous situation yeah. now didn't you and and i think that that's where i i did um this goes back to the very beginning when he was making his when Porter was making his parents promise not to tell her husband and he said that if they did he would he would leave mm-hmm. and um so Tom says you know we won't we won't tell them and Lynette says if it's not over we'll kick you out on the street and I so support that because if he wants to act like a man by golly they should treat him like a man that's right and the one that's just my opinion and it'd be the same if it was my son i'm glad that they're showing this storyline uh because you know i i definitely want to see people understand that you know I, I of course i'm not finished seeing the whole i i thought we were done with 
uh, Carlos and Gabby, uh, or, yeah, I'm sorry, Carlos and John from season one, and that that was over and done with. But it turns out, which we'll talk about later, uh, that it's not. <laughs> so I don't know how they end that whole relationship, and and I'll I guess I'll find right. that out eventually. However, the thing is, I'm glad they showed in this relationship anyway that there are some real consequences, and that this stuff isn't. You know, that, that, you know, having sex is just, you know, it's not just having sex. It's you, there are things that. There's always strings attached. Yeah. There, well, there's. And there's, a, um, yeah. Exactly. It can never be casual. It can, it's always messy. Right. So let's move on to Brian Orson. Okay. All right. So. <laughs> this they, was fun and a little bit out of character for them. Do you think so? I do. I don't. Okay. I don't. I think it was perfectly on character for them. And I think it's perfect timing. No, I in think their, it was fun. Be, no, not not just fun. I, I think it was good for them in that. Well, <laughs> don't read too much into that one. <laughs> now, I think, I mean, their their marriage is is stronger now than I think it has been. Of course, I don't know how it has been before season halfway through season five, but it, it seems very strong. It seems like they've overcome a lot mm-hmm. and they are there. They're, I'll tell you what they're experiencing, what they are experiencing. They're experiencing oneness they are. in their marriage. Yeah. And I think when you experience oneness in your marriage, it brings forth this new intensity in, in, in your connectedness. And they obviously connected well in the test kitchen. Apparently, yes. She was looking. He was looking for the olive oil. She was looking for the olive oil. I think, yeah. But all they found was the uh, the oven mitt. I love the oven <laughs> mitt. This counter's hurting my head. <laughs> all right. So before we get, we'll, we'll get to that. We okay. we of course we had uh, Charlie the pot smoker was fired. Right. He stole two hundred dollars and a supposed and sex ate two state. pounds of cookies. Yeah, you know. <laughs> now we know where the cookie dough went. I thought that, that was funny that they wrote that in. Yeah, that was a pretty funny one there. And then, of course, there was the whole deal of the surveillance tape. And I want to just say, uh, Mark, not Chef Mark in the chat room, but Mark Cherry, if you happen to be listening, yeah, please do me a favor. Do your recaps of episodes after they air. Tell us about all the different things oh, that, about this. I listened to this week's Desperate the, Housewives fan podcast. Maybe you should just I know, put I know. yourself on well, a different rotation. Well, I thought maybe it, it was maybe I was just overreacting. Okay, okay. but no, I, I encourage anybody right now to go and subscribe to the Desperate Housewives fan podcast. Just do yourself a favor. Don't listen to Mark Cherry tell you about the episode until after the episode. So let me tell you what he told us in this one. Uh, there's going to be a sex scene. Things are going to get a little hot and steamy in the kitchen. In fact, they actually played the audio all the way. The, he played the audio from the clip. Okay. Uh, you, even when, you know, the Christian Science Magazine or what, or okay. the Christian something. Whatever magazine, it was, right. You know, and all the playing all the way through. They and gave then, me four halos. <laughs> yeah. So, so they played that. And then he's like, and, and then all of a sudden what we're going to find, he's Mark Cherry says, what we're going to find out is that there was actually video done of, 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 you know, video captured for this. And, and, and then, um, somebody's going to use that video to blackmail them or to, to try to use this against them. Okay. But at least it's what we think 
is video of them. It's like, come on. Right. You know, and, and there was something else that the, that Mark said that just, just seriously, just, he just laid out the episode. He just laid it all out. Okay. He did. And, and I'm like, you know, so you should really yeah, listen to I, the most recent episode after next, after the airing yeah. of the next episode. And during the entire episode, he goes, and this is what you're going to see when it comes up this week. And then at the end of it, he okay. says, I really hope that you will watch the you know this okay. Sunday because this is what I'm going to show you, and okay. I'm like, no, do it the do, do it, it the, other, the way. other way around, right? And then you talk know? about how fun it was. Talk to Damon and Carlton. It's all about rehashing and tell us the you know how hard it was to do those things because it is a it is a it's a really good it is a really good podcast to really help you get in, in you know to hear the behind the scenes kind of right. stuff and how he came up with thoughts and stuff i, I really enjoy that but uh from now on I just, I'm, I'm sorry I, i'm not going to be able to listen to it until after the fact okay which is kind of a bummer I, right it's you you get something released you just want to listen you want to listen it. right so and and i couldn't keep myself from listening and I listened and I heard it all. <laughs> so I, I even knew about uh, I even knew about grandma, you know, the okay. whole making you call her grandma. Yeah, I knew about that. What else did I know? Well, you knew the whole episode. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He okay. he, he laid it out. He pretty wow. much he told us the whole thing. All right. It was it was kind of like a recap of the episode in eight minutes, and he did it before the episode aired. So the, he didn't tell us that she was pregnant. Okay. Okay. But uh he told him he told us the the whole scene where um well yeah, it, a, All right. there was a lot. Go and listen, you'll find out. All right. So anyway, oh, uh, so he didn't tell us the who the sex tape was. So I knew that there okay. would be a sex tape. I knew that it would you it would somebody would get it. And right. then I knew that it would be supposedly Bree and Orson, meaning by right. what he said, it wouldn't be them. So the question was, who was it? And that was the only question left. And I might say that I, I was I was kind of shocked and I thought it was a very interesting storyline that to know that it was Mike and Catherine. Very. That was interesting. What kind and, of diminutive slut would do that? <laughs> that was a good line. <laughs> And Bree says, let's just not dwell on this. <laughs> Seriously, I said not to. That was uh, good. Oh, gosh. And, that, and, you know, I love that Bree came over and talked and said, shared how the, she was concerned about this. You know, it, I think Bree's a great friend. I, do I really do. And When she's not trying to get you to go to other people's churches. <laughs> exactly. Or, <laughs> I, oh, yeah, you know, this is really funny how, or not, actually not funny. I, I wasn't happy with Bree's character when she says, you know, all those things that I've taught you how to be a, you know, oh, to yeah. fear God and to, to have respect and, and, and all these other things. Forget all of that and go get, get that, do whatever that, it takes. Right. You know, don't, don't harm him or don't hold him back and ruin his style or something. Like, Come on. <laughs> that was, that was uncharacteristic for Bree. It was. You know? Yeah. And so I, and, and I don't, I don't think sex I don't in the think kitchen. So. I don't think it was, was so very uncharacteristic for Brie because she's always been a protect her own. Oh yeah. She's always been a protect her own reputation at any cost kind of girl. I gotcha. So I think as you see the, the next couple of seasons, you'll figure out that she'll. Or the past couple of seasons. Yeah, that's what I meant. Sorry. No, I understood. I knew exactly what I you meant. I um, just wanted for our listeners. 
If you if you yeah. have if you happen to be listening to this for the first time, just so you know, I started watching Desperate Housewives right after the writer strike last season. Mm-hmm. Stephanie and I have now seen all but four episodes of season one. Well, I've watched it from well, the Stephanie's yeah. seen all of it except for the real lousy season. You said season two. Oh gosh. Do we have to watch season two? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. It should. You know what? I bet you. I I I think even lousy seasons are probably easier to watch if you watch them. If you know. If you don't have to. If you don't have to uh, wait a week between. Right. You can just just, watch it all together because I'm sure there are some really good episodes in in the midst of there. Yeah. We'll check it out. All right. So I I like that she says, listen, um, you know, I'm really concerned about this. Susan's your friend, you you know, one of your best friends. And she's like, listen, she divorced him and she's seeing somebody else. Can't he do the same? They don't know. They they don't know all of the the in between, you know, who's they don't. Bree and Catherine. Susan said this was a mistake. You right, know, they, they right. Don't, they don't. Yeah, know they're not that. aware of that. Right. So, from Catherine's point of view, I think I, I can see exactly where she's coming from. No, absolutely. But friends, girlfriends don't do that. Right. No. I, yeah. Exactly. She's your friend, and we're women, and women just don't. Do, and friends we, just don't, we don't do, that. do that. Right. And be careful. This that's is just very, as bad as that's just as, as as bad as you know. Well, I just sleeping wanna, with a kid. Well. <laughs> Well, okay, maybe not just as not bad. Not just as bad, babe. All right, so I, I love Bree. Bree's like, listen, she, she she's an adult. She's yeah. my friend. You know, she's going to make her own decision. But I love the fact that, she, number one, are you sure you want to do this? I just really want to caution you. Number two, you know, I, I understand what you're saying, but she's your friend. We're a woman. We, we, shouldn't just, we just shouldn't do that. Right. Number three. Well, it sounds to me like you're going to continue on and, and this is what you're... Just be careful. Just be careful because I'm just going to warn you now, this is going to be very complicated. Mm-hmm. And you know what? That's a real friend. Right. Can I just say that? Uh, that no, is, that is That is a real friend. And, and I liked that they showed that. Susan and Jackson. Ugh. First time I've ever called this guy by his name. I still it don't really like him. Is. I, I I don't know what it is about his character. Okay. I don't know if it's how they wrote him in in the beginning, but they may have doomed him just like Nikki and Paulo from Lost. Yeah, I, I just... Sorry. Uh, Jackson is no, just I, not there for me. Right. And they can try to make him an upstanding young, you know, whatever. Well, it's, but, been such, it's been such a push and pull between Susan and Mike. Yeah. Since the beginning... And then all of a sudden you skip I mean, five years forward and it's over. I know. And I just. That's just not I right. I can't catch up. It's not right. I don't think I'm supposed to. I, I'm holding on to the fact that I'm not supposed to. I'm not supposed to like this guy. I'm not supposed to get used to him. He he can't be around for that long. Right. So here's the deal. When's the tornado coming? Exactly. Please bring a tornado. I, and I don't even know. And you don't even know what that means I don't means even yet. know what that means yet, but I know enough about the tornado to know that bring one and get rid of the guy. Picket fence. That's all I know. Stick it to him. <laughs> good, am, I good, am, am I good on that? Did that yep, fit? Yep, that right, fit. Yeah. See? See? All right. So Susan and Jackson, listen, this time we're going to do things right, Susan says. Day four. Come on. Date four. <laughs> Day four. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're going to take it slow. We're going to do things right. Oh, man. That, I, that, that was a big letdown for me. Why? 
You know, I don't know. I just think that's, I think it's sleazy. I'm sorry. Okay, married man for 12 years. Yeah. Thinks it's sleazy. 22-year-old guy I started dating didn't think it was so sleazy. (laughs) Actually, he kind of thought it was a long time. (laughs) So maybe we should skip the hypocrite part and just move on to the next part. Can we do that? I mean, you're getting a little over the top here, babe. You got to put some things into perspective. Okay. Okay. Listen to this. I'm listening. All right. Hold. Wait a second before you get all <laughs> cheering up in Stephanie's little little sec, cheer section over there. Go, Stephanie. Go. You're number one. I am in the chat room. I'm sorry that you're behind the game there, but I am. No, no hold on. Hold on. Because 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 we're going to talk about this. Okay. We're not we're not moving forward just yet. Okay. All right. So we'll we'll air our dirty laundry. We have we've shared this before. We made some mistakes. Uh, in in our relationship Absolutely. when we started dating. Absolutely. And we own up to that. Absolutely. However, there was a point in time, I do recall, when we finally decided that, to be officially engaged that I said to you, I want to start over. I want to do things right. And I want to withhold, keep from continuing on down this path. And I want to do things right until we're married. That is what you said. Okay. What? And it lasted for about two and a half weeks. It's not. (laughs) I oh, I love you. I I don't remember it. Only lasting two and a half weeks. You don't remember, but you cannot (laughs) wipe out over a year of premarital sex with one phrase. Three months before your wedding. There was I mean, that three month period of time, though. That's all I'm saying. That's when we started minus over. Minus that one or two times. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, seriously, in uh, <laughs> we were married for three years before Megan was born. <laughs> um, somebody in the chat room was asking. So anyway, all right. Anyway, well, here's the thing. Let's just drop this one. <laughs> Why, you don't like the color you're being painted? (laughs) Yes, we made mistakes. Yes. Yes, I wholeheartedly believe that, in my opinion, people should wait until they're married to engage in in sex. Mm -hmm. That is my belief. That is not, however, the TV writer's and producer's belief. I understand. So it's easier to just accept that it's going to happen than it is to sit here and fight about it every week. All right. I mean, is that is that fair enough? I think that's agreed upon. Okay. <laughs> Gosh, I'm going to have to edit all of that out. You're not editing any of that. I know. You get the real authentic Cliff and Stephanie. I understand. <sighs> Can we wrap this up? I really got to blow my nose. <laughs> No, I'm kidding. Keep I want to go back to scripted. Yeah. <laughs> you, see, that's why I have Stephanie unplugged now. I just, so I'm afraid. Here's the thing, you know, script me all you want, but that one show, <laughs> I'm holding out. All right. Well, let, let's continue on here somehow. the The painting was okay. So date three, we obviously are led to think that okay, he's just trying to get her drunk again. 
In fact, Stephanie even says, "Oh, did you notice you? He went and got her. He's not." Yeah, he just to wait. kept getting her drunk. I really, Although, I really thought as she was throwing herself at him that he was going to give in, right? So. Or that she was going to give in, and that he was going to. No, she was ready to give in. Right. And She's like, was, "I'm tipsy. I'm horny." And yeah. She was all dressed in the silvery, you know. What kind of demented slut would wear that outfit? <laughs> Stephanie. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I know you are. Okay. Have fun with me. I'm I'm having I, fun. I understand. And I am happy when you're having People fun. People said that I needed to meet your enthusiasm when... Who said that? We recorded these late night shows. Somebody said that? And that I needed to talk more on these girly shows. I do remember that. And so you're so doing it. I'm doing it and you're yelling at me. I'm well, not, you're not yelling uh, at I'm, me. But I have not yelled so at you. So anyway, at all. um I really thought that he was going to give in in. Right. And so they they led us to think that and obviously it seemed that maybe Susan was responsible for having the amount of drinks that she had and he right. did not take advantage of her. Woohoo, I'm all excited. He's a great guy. Let's bring him into the show full time. Not. <laughs> Go back. And find Garth and do your little basement Wayne's World show. Give me a break. Give Wayne's us World. Mike. I, I just want to see her and Mike together. That's all I want to say. And I, I do too. Yeah. I, I'm sorry. You cannot. Re- I mean, there are just some couples in TV who are meant to be together. Yes. And I'm sorry. They're, they're, Susan and Mike. She said it. How many times? You only time? get that he, once in a lifetime. He we is were Mike that and Susan. one. He is that one guy. You know? He is Dude, that one Dude, you're the rebound. Guy. You are the Straight from the divorce rim. signing. Yes. To the bed. It, it's not, it's not going to last long. Stop following and falling in love with her because it's getting on my nerves. Yeah. Just move on, man. Yeah. Go, go paint something else. That's all we say. <laughs> Jackson, By the you're way, done with. That painting was too red. Did you know I how think her the, skin was really red? I think the kids probably have been playing with the color adjustment on the TV. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> let's talk about... That could very well be. Let's talk about Mrs. McCluskey and Mrs. her McCluskey. wonderful sister. So they've been do- doing a little investigative yes, work. Yes, they have. And they find out that uh, he's been treated by a psychiatrist who happens to have a very important, very focused very, speciality. Yes. And he's written a book titled Treating the Criminally Insane. Yeah, see? I told you he's nuts. He is a nut job. Loopy nut job. Loopy. Loopy. So. All right. So so it seems like the doctor's headed out to. The doctor's headed to Fairview. Fairview. They're trying to let the cat out of the bag there. And now he knows that he's looking for David Williams, which apparently, obviously, is not his real name. Oh. Ding 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 ding! Light you didn't bulb. catch that part light, the first time. He's like, bulb, "I'm not treating a David Williams." Light bulb just went off, right there. All that right. was good. Okay. Now let me tell you what I because see I did not get that until you just said it. Okay. Okay. Here is what I was thinking. I was <laughs> I'm sorry. What I just caught because the delay the chat is yeah, delayed, I so I just caught your light bulb. And I know it was funny. I'm having such a good hair day. Dude, you have not had good hair for like the last six weeks. You are so far past haircut needing time. It's not funny. 
Uh, I don't know what I need to do. I've budgeted the money. I tell you to go get it. And here you still sit overgrown and gray and serious. I know. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Stephanie. I'm really feeling great about myself right now. Listen here. If you can point out my boogers. <laughs> when, did about I, hair. when did I point out your boogers? Seriously, you don't remember that podcast? No. It was a while ago. What's Trust it? me, I remember. <laughs> I don't remember that. <laughs> of course you don't because you're a man and it's a mistake that you made and you forget them. <laughs> I think I do remember that one. I, I, I really do. I trust you. If I could remember what podcast it's on, I could tell you because it's out in the archive somewhere. All right. Well, let's. Anyway. Were we talking about Dave? Also, in the, in the, uh, your light bulb went on the light bulb. When I was watching that scene, I thought the doctor was just being extremely awesome at patient confidentiality. Seriously. Okay. I thought he knew exactly who that was. And I thought he just knew all like it didn't, it did not occur to me that he was using a different name. Yes. Wow. I I feel all better about myself now. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, I don't. Where did I? Anyway, I feel okay. Forget that I said that. Yeah, moving right. You along. feel like you understand the storyline better. That's what I. Yeah, that's what I said in my head. <laughs> <laughs> that, however, is not what you said I, out of your I mouth. Un- I understand that. Oh, too funny. All right. So anyway, what they're gonna do? I have no idea, but it'll be interesting to see how they come into play. Those. Those McCluskey girls, or is her sister's name, last name McCluskey no, as well? Mrs. No, because McCluskey she was, was, was married. married. Okay, whatever. Mrs. McCluskey and I her sister. Wait until you get that story arc. What is <laughs> what story arc is that? <laughs> Mrs. McCluskey. Yeah. Oh. About do we get to see her husband like that story arc? <laughs> okay, <laughs> this is a, this is that funny. What is so funny? You, I can't, I can't tell you. It will so ruin it. Okay, don't tell me. I I won't. (laughs) All right. So, so in the chat room, I want a popsicle now. Whatever that means. And and my mind is running wild. And we'll just move on to Carlos and Gabby. (laughs) Okay. Just a lonely old woman who's looking for some friendship and human contact, and I'm glad to be that human. Yeah. Yeah. Carlos is smart. He says, listen, we shouldn't mix business and pleasure. This is too much. We're getting too chummy with the client. This is not a good thing. And, oh, well. Right. So the whole, there was one part and it's just like, oh my gosh, you did not just do that. It reminds me of Gabby from season one. Right. Oh shoot. I can't reach. That. I I can't even believe she went there. And made the guy walked into the pool to change her margarita. Yeah. He kind of looked like it's not the first time she did it though. Yes. I mean, he looked a little like. Yeah. That was messed up. Mm -hmm. You know what? And you know, she can be as upset as she wants. She can be upset as she wants with that, with that woman. But she so should be ashamed of herself. She should be ashamed of herself. Absolutely. She should. She should be a little bit more protective of her family Mm -hmm. and her children. And to be that upset after she, I mean, 
Come on. Right. I, the minute the lady got in the bed with you, that's when you, <laughs> it's time to it's time to pack up, move on. Well, that home. is when they packed up and moved home. Is it? Yeah. The uh, other part came earlier in the day. All right. Well, yeah. yeah. Anyway. So, yeah. So, basically, the girl's room, grandma, you know, Mark Cherry, thank you for giving me the grandma scene ahead of time. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> And then, you know what bothers me, though, with Carlos is like, listen, you don't understand. You got You can't do this. I need that hundred thousand dollars. We're still going to Europe with the lady. Right. Not anymore. They're not. Yeah. I mean, I can understand taking it easy and being cautious on how you approach this situation because she has a lot of pull at the country club, which obviously Gabby used, which she's obviously used. And so he's probably going to be without a job now. But it, but the deal is, I understand being cautious, trying to save your job and handling this with a little bit of care and tact. But the fact that he was still thinking about going to Europe with the lady is right. That's just a little weird. It it, it, it is, and so I didn't like it was that. Creepy. I did like the line that um, actually for a while there, and especially after this line. Okay, I've already said that I think that the next miracle will be. Carlos getting his sight back. Yes. Right. Okay. So we're watching the episode. She's in the pool and she's like, you know, perfectly happy just laying on the thing, drinking her margarita. And he says, we should go. She says no. And, um, her comment was something like, look around. It's beautiful here or something. And he says, sure. The same darkness I see now is so much better than the darkness I see, you know, at home. And I, for a while, I thought that, that this lady is going to be, the money behind him getting his site back. Oh, but I mean, now that you know, I don't know. I think I think, Gabby kind of went all crazy. I think Carlos might anyway. go running back to her next week. Well, he's gonna have to to have a job. I yeah. mean, Gabby kind of really, you know, screwed with their whole livelihood. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. If she's willing to go out and get a job, she shouldn't open her mouth and mess with her husband's. Right. And that's just my own personal opinion. Well, we'll find out. And then, of course, Dave. Oh, one yeah, more thing ahead. about Gabby. I was so mad that they wrote in that she called her girl stupid. I just want you to know that really ticked me off. What happened? Um, when the girls were coloring on the wall. Yeah. Uh, because grandma said it was okay. Um, the girls called each other stupid. Okay. Or your your picture is stupid or something and she and the other one said, No, you're stupid and Gabby came and grabbed the markers up from both girls and said, You're both stupid. Oh yeah. Totally. Oh. <clears throat> See, I didn't catch that. They I need to change her as a mom. Because I really like what they've been oh, yeah. writing the last couple of weeks with her and Carlos and the whole struggle between, yeah, you know, being her- the ones at the top and being at the ones at the bottom. And I can even handle the selfish crap that they wrote into this episode. But if they don't change her as a mom, I really think that I'm just going to be. You're going to be very much turned off. By very that. much turned off by that. I've really liked where they've been taking their storyline. But um, I, I take it very seriously when when well, degrading things are said to children. Yeah. Agreed 100%. All right. So Dave and the boys and the band didn't seem to play very much of a, a significant he part. He is like freaking out about this band. Who, Dave? Yeah. Yeah. Battle of the band. Dude, you're not 15 anymore. You, you know, it's time to step out of the garage band and move into real life. Yeah, no doubt. Get yourself an Xbox and rock <laughs> band and go with it, man. 
So, Stephanie, you said something about um, Mike and how you hope that they don't write him to be what? I don't remember what I say. You said that he's he's smarter than oh, that. Oh, yeah. He's always been very smart and so and very, very street smart, I guess is what I mean. And if they write him to be ignorant to the fact that Dave is after him... I don't think that that's going to be character fitting. Right. I think that he should feel some kind of creepy vibe from the dude. Right. You know? Yep. Especially yep. since Tom thinks he's like the savior of the world. Yes. All right. So Stephanie and I, in just a moment, are going to talk about uh, some insights that we got from the three episodes Stephanie mm-hmm. tells me we watched last night from season one. Uh, and uh, before we do that, I just want to say thank you for those of you who are listening who are gspn.tv plus members. Just so you know, plus members are folks who help uh, underwrite and support the content that we put on here. Stephanie and I do podcasting, new media, full time as a career. We do ha- have this and about 20 other podcasts <laughs> that we produce. We encourage you to check out some of our other shows over at gspn.tv. That stands for Generally Speaking Production Network. And uh, we just want to let you know that if you're looking for episode number seven of the Desperate Housewives Sam podcast or episode number five uh, or any of the odd episodes, which we have some odd episodes, trust me, uh, you can get all the episodes of this podcast and all of our podcasts if you become a Plus member. And there's more information about that at gspn.tv slash plus. All right. So, Stephanie, mm-hmm. let's talk about some notes here that we took. And actually, you kind of just rattled these off at the top of your head before we started recording. I did. You can just read them down the list if you want. Yep. Bree Spanks Lynette's son. Loved that storyline. Loved that, that storyline. Awesome. And then through that, we find out that that Lynette was beat as a kid you yes. know, that her mom used to, to beat on her and her sister. So I really love that. And then later on in the episode... With, there was there was I know a lot of people are going to have a hard time remembering back to season one, but later on in the episode there was a whole issue where one of the boys had dropped their toothbrush in the toilet, and mm-hmm. I think it was Porter, same child who's given her some problems now, was dangling his or maybe it was Preston. Anyway, it was one of the twins dangling his toothbrush over the toilet, um, just kind of daring her as to what her response would be. And it, and it appeared that she was going to break down and just say, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to just take a, you know what? I'm done with this warning. I'm uh-huh. just going to beat these kids. Uh, that, that really, That's what it looked it, like. They showed her at her wits end. Mm-hmm. They really showed her just at her breaking point And she looks straight at that boy and she says, if you drop that in there, I'm going to take you over to Mrs. Vandekamp's house. And you know what happens when she gets angry. (laughs) (laughs) I loved it. It was great. That was awesome. And I love, uh, let's see. I love that Brie crossed the street and said, I'm Lynette crossed first. Oh, Lynette crossed first. And she said, Brie said, you don't know how much it means just that you cross the street and she says and, and then you don't she know and, and she says and you don't know what it means to me to know that that means a lot to you right. and, and so right. yeah it was so. and so and 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 that's what i want to say tom was not a bad guy in that episode not so bad he matter of fact he's on the porch he's feeding the baby in a high chair and he's got and and lynette says to Bree, it looks like tom's got everything under control mm-hmm. out here why don't we go have some tea 
that I want to say that was the first time I've ever seen anything good of Tom. And I swear that if I ever see anything good of Tom in any of the episodes of any of the seasons, I say, I'll point it out because I've always been so easy. And so to to knock him for being a bad dad and husband. And in this episode that we saw, he was not only was he not so bad, not. Yeah, he wasn't. Anyway, he was awesome. He was awesome in two ways, and and I love the scene where Lynette said, uh, <laughs> "It took." I'm so that means so much to me that you did not say, "I told you so." Right in, in bed, I can't remember. But that, that was scene. in a different episode. That was about the um, Marley Matlin, Matlin had had guest starred in that episode, um, and her her husband was saying a ton of just completely degrading oh, yeah. her, and she couldn't hear him because. She was deaf. And so he just took that as he could just say any bad thing that that uh, he wanted about her. And Lynette confronted him and then he left. And, of course, um, that character blamed everything on Lynette. And, and Tom warned her. Yes, and Tom it, and- had warned her ahead of time and... And he and and she says to him, you know, hey, I, I just want to say it means a lot to me that you didn't say, hey, I told you so. And then he signed it. And she's like, you just signed it. I told you so, didn't you? He's like, you'll never be able to prove it. <laughs> no, you'll never prove but it. But it was good. And I love that good. they showed that because yeah. I, I needed some confirmation that, that this this <coughs> this Tom is... He gets it, worse. Yeah. Don't, don't get used to it. Okay. Well... We'll and we'll talk. <laughs> we'll talk about it as it comes. So I I did want to point out. Yes, though, in those yes, I in, know. in those episodes, those, Tom was good. Yeah. So enough said. Let's see here. Edie and Susan fighting over uh, the contractor dude. Yeah, that was interesting. That was a little interesting. So I, I don't think we need like there's anything no. we need to talk about about it. Yeah. Lynette's mom got on my nerves. Susan's mom. I'm sorry. Susan. Is that Leslie and Warner who played who played her? I think it is. I, um, I don't know. Who's she? <laughs> because you wouldn't ask me that. I mean, I know who she is, but thank you. Mark says yes. I hope he's answering me and not someone else. Um, things that she has been in. Well, she's been in some stuff then. She, yes. You recognize yes, her. Yes, I recognize her. And Okay. So, so, Warren. so uh, Warren, thank you. Let me, uh, I'm just going to put in here in my show notes update. Okay. It's Susan's mom. Yes. All right. So Susan's, Susan's mom, mom, she got a little, she got a little bit on my nerves. It was, she, she was too immature and stuff like that. And I know the whole storyline was that Susan was afraid she's going to move in. Now, was that the last episode we watched? Can you tell me? I think so. So is she in it, more? She would I have think to she's be. in through the. I don't remember. I don't know. Honestly, I don't remember. Well, I, I'll tell you what. I but, uh, I hope they don't yeah. keep her too long because she's she's annoying. Yeah, I understand the whole. I understand the whole part of being an adult and feeling like the parental roles are reversed. Yes, I understand it too. And so, unfortunately, that that you know make makes it easy to watch because you can relate to it, but hard to watch because it makes you angry at the same time. And the whole fact that, you know, mom was bringing strange men over to the house while um, Julie's upstairs sleeping, you know, just all very irresponsible. Just all very irresponsible. I I did like how, you know, the the way that her and Mike Delfino uh, (laughs) met each other in in the... That was great. Yeah. I liked how he smiled and she's like, what? 
She goes, all these things. I had so many questions about how, you know, how you, you got, got to, to be the way you are. And it was all, and they were all just answered. And they were all just answered. <laughs> that, that was a good line. But, uh, wow. We thought her, we thought that Susan was klutzy and ditzy and, and <laughs> yeah. all these other things that they're showing is like, oh yeah. But she, I, I tell you, I, I want to just say Susan's character is almost borderline ditzy klutzy. Right. I mean, borderline, borderline annoying. Right. Mom was over the top. Mom was way over the top. Right. Well, and I think that that I think that 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 shows that we can all. I mean, seriously, Susan had baggage from growing up with mm-hmm. her mom being the way she was. Clearly, she was she'd been married multiple times, and you know that takes a toll on on a child, even as an adult child. Right. And so I think that they're showing that Susan has learned some things along the way, although. She is still very much like her mom. Yep. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, Stephanie, I want to talk about the episode where we found out that, uh, or when Bree found out that Andrew opened up and shared that he might be gay. Okay. And I just want to say that th- I found that to be an extremely interesting episode. And, um, you know, I cannot say that I am upset with Brie in the way that she handled it, mm-hmm. and I'm and I, I can't say that she could have that she should have <laughs> handled it any better, right? Or any differently, or uh, I mean, it, it that's I think a real that's difficult. Diff- she, I think that they wrote that showing exactly who she is. Yes, exactly who she is. I think that it was written. Br- <laughs> Brilliantly. I loved when she hugged him and said, Andrew, I would love you even if you were a murderer. Yeah, that was <laughs> that one was a little over the top. That one it was. But everything about Brie is over the top. Yeah. And so it was that was funny. Um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see more acceptance from her, you know, as you see. The coming seasons. Well, I mean that but, that one's that, that's the one thing that's a clear given, knowing that he's her right. quote unquote personal, personal assistant. assistant right. You know, so we obviously see that. But but I just want to say that um, it was a very interesting scene, uh, having dealt with that something somewhat rather closely myself, and and seeing that happen right. in a family um, with somebody I know and love very much. So. Right. Uh, yeah, it, it, it's it's definitely that 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 scene, that whole episode. Uh, I, you know what? If there's anything that I can th- say that portrays real life uh, almost to the T is that the way that was handled in a in a situation where the mom is a Christian and son has always acted out and then all of a sudden lays this on. The family and 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 it, that I, I'm telling you, I've, um, I've seen it happen exactly how it happened on the screen, right? In real life, firsthand. Absolutely, we, absolutely. We so have. trust me, it, yeah. it and, and, and it, it captured. That's what I'm saying is is that the it showed and it captured that reality, and mm-hmm. and that's what I'm saying. People can relate to this TV show. Yeah, absolutely, they can. Um, before before the whole coming out and before that episode oh, yeah. was the episode where she decides that he needs something more than just boundaries at home. Cause clearly that's not working. And I love when she goes to the drawer and pulls out all the, the pamphlets for 
the detention camps and she's and Rex is like freaking out like you've had these for a long time you're prepared she's like yeah I've had them for a couple of months you know and how against it he is mm-hmm. until Andrew becomes violent against his mother oh and the yeah. way that he the way that Rex steps up and protects his wife is respectable it is and then um as as you know the gentlemen come to take Andrew away to the camp and he spits in Bree's face and, oh, man. I and Rex have... goes after him. I mean, literally lunges for him, and and Bree kind of pulls him back. Yeah. Um. Th- that that is that is a respect. Yep. That that you have to have for that character. Yeah. You know, no matter how much they have been through in their personal relationship, that he still loves and respects her enough that that his son, whom he loves, also has crossed the line by going after her. Right. And then you've got the dinner table where she says, your dad's into S&M and he makes me dominate him. And it's no wonder you're a pervert. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like, they, they just, they're such a screwed up family that you've right, got to love them. Right, right in front of the <laughs> right reverend. Right in front of the reverend. Exactly. <laughs> Great stuff. And of course, Andrew's promised that he's going to get her back. Uh, you know, yeah. And after he's, he's like, I'm, I'm not, I'm not gay. After the, I'm just pulling her chain. After, yeah, exactly. Anyway, so we don't have a lot of time left here. Although okay. some other things we found out is that Zach's name is not is not really Zach. Zach's original name was Dana. That's right. Deidre's uh, in the box. Yep, Deidre's in the box. Um, John sleep or Gabby sleeping with John again. Yes. Post pre, post pone up. Yeah. Post post nup. Uh, post nuptial agreement. Yeah. Uh, Carlos's mom is dead. Yep. And the the malpractice there, yep. and the money, and of course, then we have uh, Mrs. McCluskey and the Tiffany lamp, and so yes. and the friend, the quote unquote friendship slash. I liked the whole talking, lots of need. the whole um, talking about friendship as or not friendship, but um, Lynette talking talking about some things in life are just an obligation, right? So. Um, yeah, I I don't know. I, it's like is is that good or not? Well, it's, I think that they've developed a great friendship out of what started out as an obligation. Gotcha. So what started out as as Lynette feeling obligated to take care of someone who didn't have anyone else ends up being yeah a great friendship. So and some great funny storylines that come out of it. Well, I'm looking forward oh. to seeing those. Well, folks, we are done with our episode here. I, it seems so weird that this is only episode number eight. How do we have a podcast that only has eight episodes? I don't know. That just seems so weird. It like, does. I'm in the, what, we're in the, like, almost 200s on the Weekly Lost <laughs> podcast. and Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, episode private eight. Private practice only has, like, 14 or 15. I know. So. It's, uh, it just seems weird. We need to start more podcasts, I think. And I think we got enough for now. <laughs> I think you're right. Anyway, Unless everybody. somebody creates more hours in the day. That's right. If you guys want to check out some of our other shows, especially getting every episode of this podcast, gspn.tv slash plus. Until next time, join, join the, the community. community.